coincidental. Right conditions on the planet that have a by a abiogenesis time. That that what that is. That's all of this primordial soup that was in the waters of the earth. The conditions on the earth at that time were just great enough to where these atoms can combine and create life. And you asked me earlier. It started out with moss on rocks. You, that was the first, the first. Go ahead. You had asked me about, well, what I think with evolution before. And what what what's hard for me to wrap my head around was well, we weren't there, so we wouldn't know. But it's like, okay, if I'm just going to say, all right, I'm not a rocket scientist. I'm not Creflo Dollar. But I can follow logic. And I said, okay, I got a conscience. Okay. And we have all these different creatures. Something had to be so great. Okay, if I ask the question, well, how do we get here? Whatever created me. If it if, if if it told me, if he said, all right, well, DP, here's how I did it. My brain is not wired to even understand that because logically, if I want to just follow just pure logic, when they say, well, okay, it's, it's an atom. And then the atom turned into this and the atom turned into that. And some of, some of the evolution it starts to start sounding like these intersectionality feminists, lettuce, bacon, and tomato. Pour, oh, I'm a, I'm a killer whale, and now I'm a box. Okay, well, the box died and came back as a ham sandwich. And then the ham sandwich went and did a double backflip, and it went and fucked the goat. I'm there's like, no, There's no correlation. There's, uh, you know, there's absolutely no correlation. It sounds that... It, it sounds that ridiculously like, okay, anything can happen. You know, sometimes with evolution, now I know what evolution is supposed to be progressive. Like, okay, this happened and then this got better and then this got, okay, this died off and then this might have came and took over. Yeah, that, that, that succession, that sounds more, that makes more sense than, okay, it was one little dot and then it just became a world or then we got gravity and then we got all this and then, okay, we got propulsion and then, oh, okay, how the fuck did that happen? You see what I'm saying? Like, something had to yeah. make this. That, that, that's, I'm, I'm I, just following logic. I don't know. And like, I don't know. I, I can't say for sure. But, I, I don't even like, know nobody window. knows, nobody knows what's before that singularity, but they know that Something it, it was it was there. Whatever it is, it was there, and then something happened to make it. Uh, it didn't literally explode, but it started expanding. Super hot, started expanding, and it's been doing it ever since. I think the Earth is more. I, me personally, I believe the Earth is uh, no more than fifty to seventy thousand years old. What do you Ooh, think it we, is? I can't. I yeah, no 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 no. I, I believe science. I, I, I believe I, I am a science believer. You think it's that, more? No. Yeah, the Earth is billions of years old, dude. Billions. The, the, and I, I got one good reason why I follow that. There's only one solid reason that I think that the Earth is not that old. I believe that we're so fucking shitty that we should be way further than what we where we are right now. And I'm talking about over. It shouldn't be no hunger. It shouldn't. I mean, we should we should be better. We can see, I, I, I look at, 
I mean, you know how I was raised. I was raised in the church and stuff. I had my beliefs. The thing is, is some people say, well, it was the devil that made me do it. No, nigga, you're just a devilish ass nigga. Some people are just demons. When I hear somebody gets killed a kid and gets, oh, well, yeah, I don't give a fuck. And the mugshot just looks like he don't care. Nigga, that was you. You gets a shitty, you gets a, I, I, I look at people as character regardless of their, 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 their religious beliefs. Like if you jumped up one day and you just said, well, yeah, DP, you know, I, I, I think I'm going to follow this. Cool. Don't bring a Ouija board over my house and don't try to curse me or some shit, but I'm just, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't get into the, well, you know, he don't believe this, so I can't talk to him no more. I, I, I don't really get into that. Like, well, he voted for Trump. I don't like him no more. I, I don't really get into that because the thing is, is you could wake up and learn something new and, exactly. and then you could just say, well, you know, or, I mean, even some of the, well, mm, let me take this back. I was going to say even some of the coons, some shit you did too much. It's like, oh, you a COINTELPRO nigga. Hey, yeah, I can't come back from that. But if you just get somebody that's on some, well, ain't no such thing as racism, white supremacy. And then the Chauvin comes and kicks him in his ass and see, so starts sounding like Malcolm X tomorrow. Okay, he done came to his senses. But, you know, um, You know, generally, I know that, like, you know, human beings, we, we're smart, but there's a lot of shit we don't know. Like, when I hear about a new discovery, oh, well, this is a new invertebrate. It was 10,000 species of them. There's a lot of stuff we don't, we still don't know. And me, personally, I mean, as much as I like science, there's a lot of shit where I think, man, just leave it alone. Now, that's not for me to make the judgment, but... Nine times out of ten, we're so people are so shitty. When you find out about this species, you're probably gonna do something to eradicate it. Like you did the dodo bird. I don't even want them to find this shit. Now, if I happen to see it on National Geographic, cool. But nine times out of ten, when people find it, which is usually some bird beak white man, he's gonna fuck it up. He's gonna do something to it. I'm glad you said that. You you know about Shake Answer D up. You know what? I've heard of him, but I have not read his stuff, and I heard his shit's off the hook. I ha- I have. How do you say it? Shake. Uh, Shake Anta Dia, B I O P. Yeah, I heard he's a man. I ha- I haven't so I haven't Shake read his stuff Dia, yet. He has he has something that's called the Two Cradle Theory. Okay. And essentially, all all hu- the human species started in Africa about three hundred. 300,000 years ago, we had Homo sapiens. Then about 150,000 years ago, we evolved the Homo sapiens sapiens. After that, we started migrating out of Africa. About 100,000 years ago, the Ice Age happened. There was a group of people still on the continent in the surrounding area. And there was another group of people trapped in that motherfucking ice. And the two cradle theory is essentially saying... That civilization started in in Kemet, in, or you know Egypt, for for those who don't know, and another civilization was starting in that goddamn ice with a totally different set of of ideas and, and morals. And you know what I'm saying? They they mm. they were separated from the motherland, 
and they develop their own thing during that ice age. And then when we came back together, the motherfuckers were crazy, and we were still revering nature and our ancestors. Hmm. That's 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 the two cradle theory, and, and I, I, you know, I, I simplified it, but that's essentially what it is. So that's, that's an interesting concept. Makes a lot of sense here. Hmm. If you do live in a colder climate, with with a lack of resources, where you got to fight for everything, I mean, yeah, you're gonna be kind of grimy. I mean, this gets natural, exactly. like man, you're gonna be kind of grimy and. You know, if you ain't got no food, I mean, you know, you had you had the brothers and sisters out there eating out of the garden, eating damn near like they didn't have a reason to really be. You got fruits and vegetables everywhere across Africa. And right stuff. on the right on the fucking ground. You didn't even have to eat animals. You didn't even it's have to all eat right animals. there on the ground for you. Yeah, you just. I mean, I mean, like when you told me about Jamaican stuff, I I, I could imagine to go into a place like Madagascar or something. The food is probably you might get sick when you come back here after going there because it's so pure, they don't have all this crap that we have in our food. There's probably food that we could go over overseas and eat that hasn't been tainted, you know, tampered with. And you're getting what real, what, well, true banana. This is a real plantain. This is a true banana. This is a real apricot. I remember the first time I had a dragon fruit. I said, Whoa, (laughs) I said, what is this? Because I've never tasted that before. I see why it's $10 each one of cup foods. Damn. Like, th- there gets really good. And, um, yeah, that's that's crazy. Another thing, I had a little list. We've been kind of freestyling, but I had, like, a little list that... Um, another thing we talked about, like, that I want to expound upon before going to the next thing is that... We talked about CRT and one of the reasons now I know with CRT theory, we know that's it's bullshit. It's bullshit. And it's probably, I think some white liberal came up with it and stuff like that. But now on this was a conservative. They were trying to basically say, trying to get us to not know our history, not know what happened in this country. So some white person came up with it. Yeah. Even before the concern, before, before folks was really tripping, because I didn't even hear that term since the last couple, two, three years. But if we look at some of the history of it, it's some of the, it's some of the um the, the confused people. I'll say, they start throwing in all the extra BLM kind of shit. Oh, feminism, intersectionality, and all this kind of, you know, they start talking about that in there and gender and all this. They threw some of those points in there. Now, that's BS to me. However, when you start talking about banning books and taking the stuff, and the whole point, my brother was asking me, he's like, man, what, what's your thoughts on that? I said, it, it, it ain't no theory. As Neely Fuller and Francis, Francis, uh, Francis Chris Wells coined racism, white supremacy, bottom line, non-negotiable. It's here. It exists. It's been here for hundreds of years. We can't, that's not up for debate. Thousands. It's not up for debate. It's not about, that's, that's not a, that's not an opinion that we could debate. And that's not us talking. That's them came. They came up with that, with that term. Now, 
when the the logic behind that is I'm white and I say so rule. He said, well, okay, well, what do you mean? Well, the theory is this. Well, hey, we done built this nation. When you took our folks from when you took our folks from Africa and re-engineered us to a whole new nigga that was stripped of our shit and we built the stock market, we built everything. King Cotton and Queen Sugar, we built everything. You owe us. We have laws and treaties that says so. 40 acres and a mule, blah, blah, blah. I could go into semantics forever. You owe us. Everyone knows you owe us. Everyone across the planet, you know us. The aliens, Mar- Marvin Martian knows you owe us. But see, if you say, well, hey, that didn't happen. Like the lady who says, oh, and slavery's embellished. And Alex, she said, Alex Ruth Haley was a myth. Well, now what you could say is this. Well, DP, that didn't happen. That, that didn't happen. So, no, we don't owe you. Well, hold on. This is racism. Titan got a job. He's supposed to get 70 bands. Billy Bob got 130 bands. I think I think this is racism. I, I you know my my skills is up. Uh, I, I I did my job. I've been remoting in. I've been doing everything I'm supposed to do. Shouldn't I get the same? If not more, shouldn't I get a raise? I believe this is racism. Well, no, 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 Titan. This ain't racism. This is you just gotta work hard. You just gotta work real hard. You you know this didn't. Well, what about yeah, what about Tulsa? What Tulsa? What do you mean? There was no Tulsa. See, now you don't have, you don't, you, you stripped away what happened. You, you, you've taken away what has occurred. So now you can say, well, DP ain't got no gripe. And then I was going to compare it to the movie Fahrenheit 451 and equilibrium. Eventually, now we get to the point and the stages that you have somebody that slaps you across the face and says, well, and you like, hey man, you get slapped me. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. No, no, I didn't slap you. You just slapped me. You just watched it. You just did it. And that's in the past. Don't worry about the past, Titan. It's old. Don't worry about the past. That's that's a long time ago. You just did it just now, but it's the past. And then now he sees. Don't worry about the past. You you lose you lose sight of all the shit that was done against you. Right. And then now that there's way, no reference. when it happens now, you don't exactly there's no reference, there's, so you don't even know what's happening when it's happening. They're trying to get to the point of worse than that. I slapped you. And then you say, Well yeah. But that was in the past. Don't worry about it. But you just slapped me. No, I didn't. What do you mean no <laughs> I didn't? Because I said so. You said so. Yeah, I'm white and I say so. I I'm I'm not I wasn't I wasn't people thought I was just using just slick words on that program. When I said that the Dred Scott, it, it ain't Jim Crow North no more. It's the Dred Scott North. No bound of rule to apply. That, that we're at, we're at that point. Now this is the Dred. We're beyond Jim Crow. This is Dred Scott. This is, this is Dred Scott, uh, Dred Scott law. This is, this is the highest level. I'm white. And I say so ever. Yeah. I slapped you. Yeah. I slapped you. But I just told you that I didn't slap you. Why? Because I'm white and I say so. Because I said so. That's that's where we're at right now. So when you look at CRT, CRT, and especially whenever you hear Negroes use this, what I have an issue is, same way with African-American, the same way that when Negroes, when I hear black folks say to me, man, CRT, 
they don't really want to say racism, white supremacy, because they're so concerned about their white paymaster or whatever. And the reality is this, and this is something I learned about even when dealing with, with, with 12. Yeah, they'll use a rat. They'll use a coon. They don't respect them. They got a blue coat of silence, bro. They don't respect no rats or coons. If you have a cop and he says, you know what? I want to do the right thing. I don't believe in shooting young black males in the back. I don't believe in killing black people just for the sake of doing it because I'm white. And I could get off qualified immunity. I don't believe in that. He ain't going to be on that force too long. And if he is on the force, bro, he ain't moving up. Ain't happening. A thin blue line. Are it, you black or are you Are blue? you black or are you blue? Okay, you're white. You don't want to hurt black folks. You're fired. That's how it works. So when they say, oh, it's good cops. No, it ain't. Because their good ones ain't going to last. They're not. The system's not made for them to last. It's made to do exactly what it did, what it does. So... That's, 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 you know, when I look at CRT, it was a little long with it, but I look at the movie Fahrenheit 451, ban all the books, ban all the history, equilibrium. Oh, no, that didn't happen. Give him this shot. He don't remember anything. 1984. It's Orwellian. It's Orwellian, even with these jabs and shit. Man, when I went to, I, I couldn't believe, that's how I knew either the doctor was, the doctor was either getting, I don't know. She looked really old since I last seen her. I don't, I don't know if it was his life or whatever, but you ever seen somebody and then seen him again, two years later and you're like, what the fuck happened to you? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know? And I'm like, okay, maybe just the pandemic is kind of got at or whatever, but you know, I expected much more pushback. We ain't get no, don't put that shit. Don't put that garbage in my son no more. Now he's starting to kind of talk a little more. You see what I'm saying? I couldn't believe that they didn't fight me, especially with young black kids. Nigga, please. Oh, they, oh no, we're going to call CBS and we're going to call this. They, they go through hell when you tell them you don't want to get your kid, this MMR crap and all this stuff like that. Um, I was shocked. I, I was really shocked that they didn't, you know, they always give pushback for stuff like that. Um, so, you know, but, but between let's get into the remote stuff Now we don't have to get into the company names and stuff like that. But like we could talk, I just turned down a gig with a large bank banking institution. You know what it is because they told me from the jump, Hey, you supposed to be, you could work hundred percent remote. Oh, the recruiter said it. All right. Now we had the interview. Now I didn't mention it during the interview cause I didn't want to, you know, mess, mess up my, my prospects. But I had confirmed it with the recruiter because the recruiter is the person that I negotiate with. I don't negotiate. I never mention salary with a manager unless they ask me and I give them a range. I never give them a definite number. I always give a range. And they said, well, the recruiter said, okay, yeah, you're good. You know, your interviews is, is this time. And so then once I had the interview, I reminded the recruiter again. Okay, we're good. 100% remote. I'm working from home. I worked with y'all a year for a whole year for a contract before. We straight? Yeah, we good. We just going to have to work with accommodations. Turns out they want to bring everybody back in the office three days. Doctor wouldn't sign off on it. Take, take the, take the Zab Jew to DP. Take it. I'm not taking that shit. It's nanoparticles, parasites. Or inconvenience yourself and go to CVS every three days and get a test. Yeah. I mean, it, and then, and, 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 and 
Well, they dinged me before. I don't give a fuck. I'll get a new channel. I'm just going to say it. There's been so many, and I showed you before, there's a lot of whistleblowers about this crap. Another person from the Who, I call them the Who Now Who organization. She comes out. There's this thing called graphic oxide. I can't remember what it is, but I mean, there's actual science to this shit, fam. Like I have, I could show you all kind of shit that people still, it's almost like they just don't have a clue. Like it's out there. This, this shit don't, you know, it, it's another ploy. It's like you said with the ARs and stuff. It's, and they made a huge amount of bags. They made money through this shit, man. Oh, they made so much fucking money, bro. This was like the damn grand. This was this was almost like slavery for for the South. They made tons of money, and she was like, "Man, I left the hoot now who, because you know through the trials, the clinical trials, um, it just didn't shape up nanoparticles." And then I found out it's not even an mRNA; it's completely synthetic. It's not biological whatsoever. There's nothing. It, it's completely like uh, because you know regular uh. Jabs are supposed to be, it's supposed to be some kind of dead cells and whatnot. No, man, this shit ain't got none of that shit. You could probably sit it on the shelf for 10 years and it'd be just fine. You shouldn't drink or, or, or you shouldn't drink nothing like that. Anything to sit on the shelf that long. So, you know, I, I told him no, no. And then now, you know, the current gig of ours like, okay, well now you got to come in one, one day. So I said, all right. This is about control. I, this is equilibrium again. This is Fahrenheit 451. I, I don't. Need, this ain't about autonomy at work. And us, we're doing good enough. You haven't showed. I just seen an email, bro, from top management said, "Hey, everybody's doing great. We exceeded our numbers. What the hell you need me in office for?" There's all of these different companies at the same time coming to the same conclusion that they want their workers in the office. It, it it didn't come from the CEOs. Right. It came from somewhere higher. Way higher. But this, this is this is my problem, right? So is it is it they try to say that they're targeting black people with the shit, but the problem with that is everyone's taken. So unless they got some special chemical in there that only affects black people I it, can't. I can't go with that. It, it would have to be. Go ahead. It, it affects everybody, but you know when they catch when they catch a cold, we catch pneumonia. So we're always going to be the ones that get the last help. But yeah, they'll they'll. That's the interesting thing about the white supremacists. You know as well as I knew, they will take their own out to get to us or for complete conquest of the world. It's probably a few people that just got all the, the sticks in the bags. It's like, all right, well, look, we, we want to shape the world to go this way. Now, it's going to be some other people to go down with it. That's just simple part of the matter. But if we could get enough of the population, and if this theory is true, which I'll probably find out sooner or later, nanoparticles and RFIDs and connected to the cell phones and all this fire, whatever, whatever, whatever it's supposed to do. If we could get enough of the people, because we already know that with nanoparticles, this is documented nanoparticles and all kinds of things. You can inject people with stuff where you can track them. That's, that's, that's factual technology. And then now you're saying all of a sudden, old Jim Crow Joe, well, you know, uh, the pandemic's over. 
Well, damn, I mean, from something that you've already confirmed that is a leak from the Department of Health, uh, you're over that quick. And then Faulty Fawcett's talking about there's going to be another pandemic. Something else is going on here. I mean, this is supposed to be something that, that was extremely deadly, right? And you say it was from China, and you and they locked down China, and they did all this, and then now all of a sudden everything's back to the old. Oh, turn up, turn up in the club. Everybody in Atlanta's twerking, and ain't nobody dead no more. You ain't heard shit about no respirators. No one's no one's sitting back asking questions, saying, "Doesn't this sound kind of strange to you? We're just back to fucking normal, back to work, no mask, no no tests, no nothing. That quick, two years, and Fed now's coming through." PayPal for the feds, cash app guy got stabbed. I mean, nobody's asking this shit. Nobody's sitting back thinking like, okay, what's really going on here? There's there's been too much history of, of them fucking with us. Well, not just us, but just fucking with people. Right. Using medical science. Right. But it's just, how well, okay you ever heard of the uh global 2000 report that was for the, the 2031 oh. uh all right let me let me there was there was agenda 21 right and the global 2000 report and basically they were talking about decreasing the world population because there's too many of us right was, was the excuse uh, it, it 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 it's a damn good plan if that's what if that's what this is. I mean, it's a hell of a good plan. Um, you know, it, I I I haven't heard like I just okay just from just a surface level. If I'm gonna be a surface level nigga speaking right now. What okay what. The just, okay, one day in office, right? From who? Okay, you said, well, management got it from something. I tried to find something online. I, I talked to my homie. He said he said, said something about April 17th. Something about the pandemic supposed to be over. He said he found something online. I, I didn't get the article, so I don't know what it was. He just mentioned something about April 17th because I said, okay, one one gig that I quit, I told them no. They wanted me to come on site April 17th. And then now there's other information the week of the 17th that we got. So I don't know. I'm going to buy some fucking silver and gold, some more water. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> I don't even know how to ponder this one. I'm going to buy some silver and gold, some water, and some and another six-month supply of food. My Spidey Sense is at top ten right now, fam. And I ain't got no clue where this is going. But something ain't right. But, you know, like, w- what I thought um, would probably be... What I'll probably end up doing is... I, I mean, I've been searching high and high and low for something out of state that's 100% remote. And then I think I sent you some help desk positions and shit like that. 
you know, because that, like you said, that might be a little well versed for you to, I guess, you know, kind of get mind leaving this place. Like, yeah, kind of get where you want to be. Yeah, I mean, and that's and that's another thing when you you know, and if you ever have cared about me most, they're dead. Yeah. If you ever have, I'll tell you one thing, bro, about children. You you know, Lord willing, you ever have kids. It's a. I'm trying to think how to word it. You don't really think about yourself too much. Don't matter how tired or sick you are, you just kind of like, okay, I got to make sure they straight. And I and people used to always say that they be like, man, motherfuckers ain't got no kids. It's selfish. I be like, man, I ain't selfish. I look out for motherfuckers. Boo, 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 boo. Nah, bro. I I real I realize not selfish as oh man I ain't gonna share, but like when you have you, you have you. If things don't work out, it's because of you. If this don't pop or whatever, it's like okay, it, it's what you put into it and what you did and what you didn't do, and then now once you have children. Uh, you gotta make it work. You 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 gotta you have like all your stuff that you want to do, like plans and things that you want and stuff. It takes a back burner. And I understand like well my well my parents when I used to be like well they used to say oh well this is expensive and you know as a kid you're like oh why is it so expensive you ain't got to pay for it so you're set. of course you're thinking that. But when you get out to the world and then you realize like, okay, damn, it's health insurance. And then these motherfuckers are trying to inject my son with this bullshit. And they want to put him in these little funny ass little classes and they want to target them. And they want to, you know, uh, you know, um, you, you might have this going on like, okay, I want to release my book, but this needs to get put to the back burner. I want to put, I want to do all these little things for myself. I want to throw blades on the time machine and throw candy paint. Can't do it. Push that off for five years. Cause there's, you know, there's, there's mortgage and there's bills and there's all kinds of other shit. So you, you kind of, you know, you, you don't really think about your goal. You're, you think about what I call realistic, tangible dreams. Like, like some of the stuff that, that I may have wanted to do. It's not that I can't do it. It's just that that shit really don't mean anything unless I get extra time on my off time to, to do so. And because I have to, if you give a damn about your kids, you're, you're going to think of, well, I want them to have more than what I had. You know, I thought at once one, when I was younger, bro, that things might be rough for me. Even when I was just, a single guy with no children and stuff. I thought that things was like, Oh, well, you know, it's hard for me to get into this. It's hard for me to get into that. And I come to realize it wasn't that bad. These kids now, like I told you, they got people telling them that they can be different genders, that they can alter science. Yeah, that's it. You got folks that's really, they got groups. Now what they're doing truthfully, they're grooming Kid, they're grooming. They they got a thing called trans age right now, bro. What? I'm not bullshitting you. I'm not joking. Sixty years old. Well, I think I'm ten. So now, what does that become? Well, you know, you know, I did something to that little child. But remember, I'm I'm eight. 
I'm not 60, so you can't charge me. That's the next step, bro. That that's that that's the next step. That's that's where we're going with this thing. You have, I hope not. you man, it's, <laughs> man. I swear, I swear. They, that's that's what that's for. That's what all these. It sounds like it's a like it's funny. It sounds funny, right? But that's what they're headed towards. They're doing it right now. They, I mean, they they they're literally letting these folks do stuff to kids and get away with it. That's coming next. That's coming next, bro. And remember what you said earlier? Remember what you said earlier? I'm pointing at the microphone like you here, fam. Remember what you said earlier, fam? You said that you think that they might be doing something to try to take our oh well, if you ain't got you ain't got no no arms, you can't protect yourself. Well, guess what? This 60-year-old that just did something to your child, and your child come home and tell you you just did it, what's the first thing you gonna do? You go into that baby Ariana Grande and you loading up where he at. That's the first thing you thinking as a parent is where is he at? I'm going to do him in bad, but you can't do it because they didn't took it from you. They didn't said that this is a, Oh, a weapon of mass destruction and blah, blah, blah. And there's a limit on pipes and a limit on him. You know, that's, you know, the mortgage is up. The food costs up. They got it way, way, way worse than us, bro. They done seen the, I mean, they hear their books is. I was gonna say these kids don't know about reparations, Dr. King and shit. It won't, maybe might may not be no damn book. They might say, "Hey, yeah, Dr. King, he just worked at a Walmart. I mean, he didn't march for nothing." <laughs> you know what I'm saying, bro? Like, if these kids, that's why we gotta stop that shit. These kids will grow up to really think, "Yeah, these were immigrants. They just came over willingly." And they started to work, and they helped build America, and they and they worked. We all worked together. No, the hell we didn't. We wasn't no damn immigrants. We was took. We were forced to work. We didn't come here willingly. We didn't flee from no war. We built this shit. No, you didn't. You didn't build anything. The, the Italians built it. The Chinese built the railroad. What did you build? All you did is you just you you just had a civil rights law. You kind of helped at that. And matter of fact, you didn't just you didn't march. You just you you just uh, you just went to work. What about the sit-ins? What about Rosa Parks? Oh, Rosa Parks, you know, she was just a typewriter. She just she was a secretary. She didn't do anything. That's that's kind of where these kids is heading, bro. Me and you, we know it. So we could tell it. We might be some old ass niggas man in a rocket chair, you know what I'm saying, eating a salami sandwich. But these these kids don't they may not know it. They may not know it, you know what I'm saying? So they got rising gas prices, rising, rising uh mortgage. Uh they got the bussy bandits. They got, I mean, they got a lot of shit. <laughs> they got a lot of shit, man. That they gotta worry about. Oh my gosh. Oh man. Jeez. Let me go into my, hold on. Hold on. What's my next thing? No, nah, straight up though. Remote work. What else? Is there? Oh, we had a special request from stack Doe. Okay. I was talking to fam and we were, me and him were talking about, cause I asked him to, 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 if he was, uh, if he was free tonight, but he ended up doing some other stuff, but you know how we have our little series. We have, <clears throat> he was, he did my second episode with me. This is back when I had a janky ass mic and one of them little M audio interfaces. And I, I mean, the mic was so fucking janky fam. Like it looked like it, it sounded like a marshmallow uh, was, was going through it. Like one of them old PC mics. 
A little better, man, but not much. Not much. But I know what you want. You talking about the little thin white ones, fam? <laughs> yeah, yeah, with the, with the bendy, <laughs> bendy mic. Oh shit, man! That you know what's crazy? You probably still got some of that shit. But I remember when we used to. I used to record on that. It was me and Jaji. We'd be up in my. See, that's how I know, man. That's how I know I'm a real hip hop head. I'd have my computer. Was it Cubase or it was something? I don't remember what I used, but we had that microphone, and Sound we was. Forge. Sound for and we were freestyling on my little XP. Damn, fuck, we're old, Lord. Old as fuck. Jeez. Had a, I, uh, it was still IBM back then. IBM ThinkPad 380XD in, in my freshman year of high school. Oh my gosh! They gave us. Y'all could look that up and see how fucking old that is when I was a freshman. Oh my gosh, it's, it's crazy. Sometimes I mean I know I'm not real old, but sometimes you get because we're kind of in between. Like we remember the we remember the shiny gold booms, but then we remember the little brother and the and the Nicolay. Like we we kind of, I mean I I I I I I went through, I went through when I was going through music because you know I used to sell the mixtapes and all that, bro. So. I kind of, you know, I'm going to be honest. I missed the drill era just a little bit. It wasn't that I didn't like it because the beats were grimy as hell. I loved them. But I just don't think I paid it much mind, bro. I, I I don't think I paid it much mind because I didn't really, I just heard them. I think I heard Keith one time and I was like, eh, whatever. I, I didn't really think it. Then when I started hearing niggas getting blown away, I said, what? What is this? And I'm hearing, I'm like, oh, shit. These niggas is crazy, and then up uh, Minneapolis. Well, we go, we we gotta get into this. We we have to. This is gonna be upsetting for some niggas, but we gotta get into this. All these Negroes start throwing throwing in locks. Then know nothing about the damn history of it. They Man. just wanted to smoke a op and put some put some locks in their head. Them is them is brave. <laughs> <Some> fucking dreadlocks. <laughs> niggas niggas eventually started doing dreadlocks. Fucking brave. I don't know. I think Minneapolis. I don't know, bro. It didn't last long at all. It did not last long at all, man. But they thought, I guess, looking over at Chicago, man, I might get a deal from what record company here. Uh, Seriously, like, I seen some documentary. Stack Doe showed me. He he sent me some documentaries. Like, bro, man, can you believe they know this much about us? And it was a documentary, and it was about all the drill rap niggas in Minneapolis. That had been, yeah, nigga, I'm over here on 13th of Queens and I'm going to smoke your ass and tweet, tweet, tweet. And niggas was tweeting. <laughs> niggas was tweeting. And then the police would just come get them or they get indicted and all this yep, shit. And dumb as hell. It lasted. You didn't drop your location and didn't even know. <laughs> man, it did not last, fam. I give the Chicago niggas some credit. They they took that shit and ran with it. Chicago must be huge for them to do that. I, I, you I mean, know, it's a mob. It's a mob city. Like, it's a mob like city. We talked it's, about the other day. I, you know, I didn't. People what, interested in our demise. <laughs> you know what I'm mm, it's financial interest in, in us fucking killing each other and fucking our community full of dope. Literally. And, you know, ultimately, like, when I think about, like, because when people say you use the term sell your soul, Ultimately, if we really just didn't give a fuck, we could have been out there doing the same, fam. Just, 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 just on on some cocaine shit. If we really just didn't give a fuck and said, you know what? Yeah, we want some money. We like money, but 
we, we had to give a damn up to a certain extent that we didn't want to get out there doing that. We didn't really want to. First of all, I didn't want my, my, I didn't want to be looking over my shoulder. I, I, I always had access to be able to do so. If I ever wanted to get into shit, that kind of shit, I could have, I could have said, well, man, look, man, Hey, I'm trying to get on. But to me, to me, it was, it, it was, it was, I outweighed. Well, all right. How much time you get for this right here? Well, for this, you get 10 years for this. You get 20. I'm like, uh, it just doesn't add up for me. You know, I guess some niggas just weren't that bright. Maybe they don't know how to read. I don't, I don't know. But the the correlation between literacy rate and incarceration rate is neck and neck, buddy. I'll I, I tell you that. Okay. So, 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 for so me, I, it, it was, it was my mom. Like I was, I was, and they were trying to recruit me to be GD when I was like seven, seven years old. Why do they always do that in but, Minneapolis? Why is that so common? Maybe Chicago, man. Most of these parents are from Chicago. Grandparents. My mom's from Chicago. Yeah, because I used to always say, I'm going to be honest, no, and, and no, no disrespect for the GDs, but it used to be some lame-ass niggas at my school sometimes. I'm like, you? How did you? They, they, I don't know. It used to be, I don't know if it was strength in numbers or whatever. Now, I, I don't know. I, I, I never really heard about a, a high recruitment for the brothers or whatnot, but I don't know. It used to be some dudes where I'd be like, okay, how did, where did they find this nigga at? It was, it was a nigga a little, a little older than me. It wasn't like a, a, a old nigga. You know what I'm saying? I was seven. The nigga had to been like 10. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's young as him. But yeah, yeah, yeah. It start yeah, it starts early. I remember uh, one of the rappers that we were talking about earlier, he was like, yeah, I've been a demon since 12. I'm like, damn. That's what we were gonna name this. I was gonna name this podcast "Angels and Demons." We never got to talk about angels and demons. That's a real demon. He said, "I'm a." I was. He said, "I've been a demon since 12 years old." So that means he started. I mean, at that, what is that? Sixth grade. That's like sixth grade, ain't seventh it? Grade. Seventh yeah. grade. So you out here, because at that age, if you're making those kind of choices, you ain't no kid no more. I mean, you out there with at that point, you kind of out there with the grown men. If if you really, you know, if you taking that stuff serious, you really out there with guys older than you. This ain't no it ain't when you get into 12, 13, 14, 15, it ain't no game. You know, it, you ain't gonna be able to just go and just work regular little jobs and little McDonald's. Where are you gonna go? Where are you gonna work at? You can't work at McDonald's by the house. The ops is there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You can't, you can't, you can't live a, a regular life as a kid because you went into some deadly shit. You ain't gonna be able to do it. Yeah, for me, yeah, like I said, it was, it was my mom. You know what I'm saying? Once you, you, my my initiation was some lame shit. It was like it was like a pre little baby GD gang before I got to the real shit. Okay, but. I was just thinking about what the fuck my mom would do. Like, my me mom too. would have that shit. Yeah, my mom told me the same thing. She told me, she told me, uh, well, she said, she said it was genocide. I mean, I it was, is. I wasn't interested in it, but we were just ta- having a conversation and we were talking about how, like, 
this is what she told me. She said they killed the leaders, they ushered in drugs, built the jails. You know, my mom used to be real simple about what she said stuff, bro. Like she, she but, didn't really but get very accurate. Very from what, accurate. What you just said—that's exactly what happened. She said they killed the leaders. They 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 created drugs. She said you would be. She said if you was involved into that stuff. She said, she said, son, I love you. You have a good heart. You ain't going to last for one. You're going to get killed quick because you have a good heart. She said, and I know that everything you do, you're real be, she said, you would, the things that you're interested in and the things you do, you're really good at it. So she said, if you got involved in that shit, you'd probably be like a hitman. She said, you'd be really good at it, but you'd be destroying yourself and you're destroying your people. She said, and there's really nothing. She said, I ain't got no money to get you out of jail. So she was kind of letting me know, like, if you ever do get the notion, she said, because it's tempting. It, it, it's tempting. Burger, crack cocaine over Burger King. I get it. She said, I understand. But you, you know where this is going to go. And, and my whole thing was his disappointment. Like, I, I didn't really want to be, I didn't want my mom and grandma and pops to be disappointed. You know, you like, they just looking at you in disappointment like, man. You have people around you who cared about you. Yeah, no excuse, basically. Your, your home life wasn't wasn't bad enough to where you just had to be on the street. Not really. Yeah, it it wasn't. It would have been. I would have had to. I would have had to literally kind of like go chase it, but I ended up exactly. hanging around niggas that and did but, the shit anyway. Look, that's all I was gonna say. That's what a lot of these niggas do. They come from good ass homes. They do. They niggas do. Still decided that it was the cool thing to do. Yep, they do. And now, I mean, like I said, I, I ended up I ended up hanging around niggas that ended up into that shit anyway, but I wasn't, I didn't have to get directly. One thing I do you know, remember. You can't avoid it. Like, yeah, if, you're you, from, if you're from any hood in America, you're going to go to school with these niggas. They're going to be live on the same street as you. They're right. Gonna, so see them. And I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna be honest. And Minneapolis is not gonna like what I got to say, but I gotta say it. You can get through it in Minneapolis if if you're not just completely intertwined. It's not like South Central. I gotta say it, it's it, it ain't like we're not organized in a way where man look. For anybody that's not from Minneapolis and knows, you could be this one day and then you could be this and niggas could could get away with almost anything in this bitch. You probably can't do that in other places. You can't flip flop. You can't be this one day and this another, or you can't be halfway fake or what I mean. At a one point, there was rules at some of the other towns. Here, people could just you. I mean, like I said, I I, I went to school with some niggas and they were like, "Well, I'm this. How?" I, I, See, them I, wasn't the real niggas. I, I got homeboys. My homeboy got his head blown off for that same reason. Right, well, yeah. snow food. You know what I'm saying? It's just who... It's a lot of pretending-ass motherfuckers up here. It's some real gangbangers. Yeah, it is. There are. There is. There is. Yes, sir. It's a lot of motherfuckers who just kind of either affiliated or they want to be... But some of them niggas dangerous life. too, fam. Because now, even like now, because yeah, they want to prove that they hard, they want to prove that they tough. You got you got cats right now that, especially with especially with this social media. One, one thing, our listeners tonight, for anybody that's listening, at, when we were coming up, if you start, to, if you was claiming, or if you talk some shit, it wasn't like somebody 
you you couldn't get stolen on a on a microphone or posted on Facebook and then don't nobody see you. No, somebody gonna see you at the store or at school or I mean if you if you if you say something or if you do something if you say you gonna beat someone up if you gonna do something I mean you at some point you got to come outside. So you you know it's and it started typically in school. If you're in school and you get into it with somebody and there's a scuffle like I remember one time when I got to fights in the neighborhood and it went back to school and I never told anybody about it. But when I get to school, now I'm the talk of the town. You got into it with so-and-so. How did you find that out? Because people talked on the school bus. Whereas now you could get posted. Oh, so-and-so 500 is outside and we on this block, you know, and you don't necessarily got to be around the dude. You could just post something now. Kids could post something now and they could diss somebody or say something to somebody and then take a picture and then post it as if they actually went out there when the person was there just so they could. It's a self gratification. It's, it's a self esteem thing. Social media played on our self esteem. Anytime when you start seeing these little feminist hood rats talking about niggas ain't shit. So-and-so, so-and-so. Well, how many niggas did you fuck ain't shit? Well, I didn't have three babies by him and four by him. Well, don't you think you should close your legs a little while? No one's going to say, oh, you shaming her. You slut shaming. No, we're just talking yeah, about. It ain't slut shaming if you ain't ashamed, slut. It's all right. <laughs> You know, and it's like we just people. We're human. We have the fucking natural sexual urges and shit. <laughs> like, don't be ashamed because you want to fuck. Dude. Right? Uh, don't damn! Fuck. Don't. But no, uh, yeah. If if you, that's what you want to do, that's what you want to do. But I, I I say this, and I say this, I say this on every one of my podcasts. If you a man, especially a brother. And you just running around here getting all kind of kids by different women and shit like that. I don't respect that because what you're saying is you don't give a fuck about your kids. That's that's Literacy. house cleaning. House cleaning. We got to talk. That's our. That's a part of a little house cleaning. We got to do. We got to do some house cleaning. That's off code. If you now, that if you, old saying, if you knew better, you do better. That's all. Yeah, that's true. That's true. We got way into the deep end. We got past a past a stack though review. The, the oh yeah, yeah. What, yeah. what was he? What was he asking about? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so getting back to the, the that I was, uh, me and him was talking, and I said, "Bro, we, I I was quoting, I was listening to some of our stuff, and um, I was like, man, we 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 have now in hindsight." We was recording that shit in the like 2013, 20, about 20, 2012, 2013. We had a, 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 a talking about the welcome to the woods and the Halloween and shit. Yeah. And, and, and see mine, that's, that's one thing I forget about the dates is welcome to the woods was recorded between 20. I think I really, I released 20, I released welcome to the woods in 2015. Mom passed in 2014, so I must have been kind of recording between 2014 before she passed, and then I might have did a little mixing afterwards because I guess kind of, you know, you get grieving and stuff like that, so I really didn't know. I think it was 2015 when I released it. I, I think it was. It, it might have been 20. Uh, and then Halloween, 
Because, see, I was going to release... My plan was... I was going to release... Okay, I did the volume one. I was going to do Halloween and then volume two. One of the tracks was Shivery is Dead. I'm going to email you some of these track lists because you'll be like, damn, y'all remember all them songs. I had track lists. And... In between that, like before I was doing a lot of my stuff, because I started going to Tony um, because I wanted a higher quality of, 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 of a studio. And so the stuff that me and him was doing, we was doing, we was going over to this uh, place over there. It ain't too far from Studio 4. Maybe, maybe about three, four miles away from Studio 4. And I was listening to some of the bars that bro had. And some of the stuff we was working on. And real chat, bro, in comparison, I start thinking about. I start thinking about some of the niggas that we heard, some of the people that we heard in Minneapolis. And I was like, man, Brian, I should, Brian and Caminos. Man, I'll name I, names. All, all, all that shit. I, well, well, and I said, I told, I told Stack, I told him on the phone, I said, bro, outside of Q, we was better than all these niggas. I said when you li- I said when I'm listening when I'm listening to some of these when some of these people and I'm and and I I don't really hear too many duos but when I listen to all of these folks when I was in, over those few tracks I said our shit was better than a lot of these niggas and we wasn't even it's we, a lot of whack shit in Minnesota man I, I, it I said he so he said you know what DP I want to request a review he said I don't know if Titan heard all the stuff and literally reviewed and told us I said man I'm about to I said we do a show I said I'm gonna review this shit live I'm gonna play the whole songs or or, or yeah. go to certain pieces and I'm gonna let I'm gonna let Mike what hear. you know about surviving a drought what you talking about I ain't heard it man what yeah. you talking about stack though I told him <laughs> I said he he heard it he said but he didn't hear from you. I said, well, he going to hear from you tonight. I said, we going to play some of the, that he's man. There, there's, there's some tracks. There's some tracks where I was like, yeah, bro. Had like, I'm going to start with this, with this first one here. Cause I, I got, I got to get the track list. Okay. Hold on. Wait, wait a minute. Let me see. Hold on. I want. I gotta start with this one. Yeah. Dealing with real life, ain't no coming back from the grave. Even mortuary's gotta get paid when you're dealing with real life. Real life. Facts. Volume one. Even, even, listen. Even the beat. The fan, I didn't pick this beat. He picked this beat. Th- this reminded me of some old New York shit, bro. Absolutely. This shit reminded me. This shit reminded me of some like. And if you were creating an album, if you were, bro, if you was create, if you was creating an album, that would have been the. This would have been the first one I played. And and, and gets a little backdrop. Gets a little backdrop because I'm not even sure if if Stack Doe even remembers this. But I remember when we used to be freestyling over there at the studio. The Fat D had, you know, what I'm saying and. We were just kind of playing around with names like, well, what should we call the group? And you were like, uh, I think I think Osbo was 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 freestyling. He kept saying matter of fact, and you were like, oh, call it matter faction. And then <laughs> I remember later, I remember later on when me and Levon like, and this was years later because we was I think it's still fat. I think at that studio over there over north, that must have been two thousand. Uh, 
was it 05? Oh, yeah, 05. It had to have been 05. Yeah. I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. I, I don't know what the hell I was doing over there. I, I was, but, but you know, that was kind of the start of the, and then because I went to IPR. No, I went to IPR in 03. Yep, yep, yep. That had to have been maybe 04, 05 or something like that. Because in 03, I went to IPR. So I had already kind of knew Pro Tools a little bit. And then when me and Stack Doe start recording 2013, we just shorten it up and get said faction and say, hey, he's like, well, let's get let's get Mike to get on some. And you were kind of like, eh, I don't really want to rap too much. I said, oh, we got to yeah, get Mike. I still ain't, I ain't never rapping again. You were like, man, you, you really, really wasn't trying to, you know, do no bars. And I said, okay. And then you were like, well, hey, if y'all need some, you know, you need some beats, just, just let me know. And so I said, well. The faction, Groundhog, Stack Doe, and Titan, you know. And so we just, the way I wrote it was, it was like a capital F, lowercase a, capital C, capital T, lowercase I, O, capital N, and then an exclamation mark. And that's how I always spelled it. So this is like a, a literally digging in the oh, crate. Wow, lowercase A. Most of them, yep. Dealing with real life, ain't no coming back from the grave. Even mortuary's gotta get saved when you dealing with real life. he snapped why you playing on your weed you ain't telling me shit penelope did i'm trying to think of somebody in the industry that this reminds me of it, it, it got a little Nas touch to it, but I'm trying. I'm trying to, but it got a Midwest. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think who it, who would be. I can't really put a, a a number on it, but it it was crisp. It was crisp the way it came in, bro. Yeah, that's definitely mid nineties hip hop, right there. It, it's mid nineties. Telling me shit, Penelope. Me go to Bell and Snow, but I was put volume one. Get at us. You know me, go to Bell and Snow But I was pushing OG Kush, boy You ain't telling me shit, Penelope Homies got knocked for selling keys Why you playing on your Wii? This is the third time she texted me And ignored all three of them So now she trying to sex me Looking for my Lex Keys You can tell I'm paid when I pull up Things ask for needles so they shoot up When the fans come around, I feel out of my zone And when you get that court date, you feel out of your own Niggas don't answer their phone You did with real life and Six months later, niggas piping your wife I'm like, damn, a bitch gonna be a bitch no matter what. And when that pussy get hot, dog, she gon' fuck. She opened the door. I seen the bitches all in the world. She had a fat, buffy ass, and she from St. Paul. When I was fucking, she was coming like the number, number five, five bus. Took me to the safe set, and you I trust. It must have been around 30,000. Wow. She sees all this business. Dude just broke down. And, it, and the chorus was crazy. Fam did an excellent chorus. We go now. Cash on back in the day, her homie passed passionate. 
stealing from her man's cash zone. Shanika met up with Diamond for the robbery, lots of cheese. It ain't enough cheddar for me. I pulled to the left to collect my track. Right to my silent car, pulled up and just asked. I heard you had something to do with my hoe. The nigga mad, he could have left the hoe where he found her a week ago. I said, fam, she done fucked the whole city. The car opened fire on my Buick and them hoes gon' die with me. I pulled a 360 like the waves in my fate I had in high school. No warning applying night rules. This life is dangerous. About the same danger as the anger of a cobra. Life don't carry over if it's one life to live. Two lungs of breathe. Rather empty out and make you hoes humble to your knees. Ice cold, Mr. Freeze. If there's beef, don't let it dog out. Fade a nigga like haircut. Try to knock his jaws out. That was, we had a lot of fun with that song. You could tell. We had a lot of fun with that song. Well, now, was that the first song that we sent you that we did? I, it, it must have been because I think you sent me like three or four from that time. Why didn't y'all do a faction album? I was, I was we just that. down, down. I'm, I'm be honest. Stack don't start bullshitting. Uh. <laughs> don't start. He was like, man, I don't. And then I ain't gonna lie, man. Man, them studio fees, fam. That shit was kind of. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a new day now man you can do all that shit right in the crib man yeah, i know you gotta do none of that I ain't like, gonna lie. you need a you need somebody like tony for the mixing for the mastering but just for the recording process man you ain't gotta do all that yeah yeah i mean we we you're right we should we should we should have put this out maybe at least three years ago just just for the hell of it or whatever but you know like i mean it's there like you could put that up on 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 spotify today if each of y'all get a distro kid account, you could split the profits without having to worry about how that works. You could just, okay, I get 50, you get 50. And when the money comes in, it comes to you and it comes to him. Like, like ASCAP. We might have to do that, man, because we, this is, I mean, I'm not going to mix and master it. I'm just going to throw it on there. Like we, there's nothing not? really, we can, we don't have the files. This is it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> so, but this is, this is like a, this is like a lost tapes. This is this is like a but this, this is my pride and glory, my pride and uh glory right here. This is one of my favorite ones. Faction. And you know what's crazy? You know what's crazy? When we wrote, we never talked. It was almost like UGK. When we wrote. When we came up with these things, we never talked about what we were going to talk about. But but it seemed it, it, it yeah it seemed like we was in the same room. But we did well. He would be he would be at work and he'd be typing and doing doing the lyrics on his phone. And I'm like, fam, how do you write on a phone? I it, it, it just couldn't I couldn't do it. I had to have a pen and a paper.